0: All right, as the world seemingly goes into lockdown, we hope you're still finding some way to enjoy life even though you're missing the great game of hockey. But no worries, Knox Misconduct, The Quickie, will continue to live on. I'm Trevor Beggs, you're listening to The Quickie. Of course, It's been now four full days without hockey. So I got to find a way to shake it up here on the quickie. I'm not going to talk about fake games. not going to talk about what could have happened. But I do want to look at all the teams in the NHL over the next little bit. And talk a bit about their season. Have some fun with it. What I'm going to do, the plan for now, go through each one of the teams in the NHL. Talk about the most surprising player the biggest disappointment give one chirp and say one nice thing about that city of course the next Wisconsin network has got the vancouver bias so we're starting with vancouver first today and despite a few surprises on the roster i don't think there's anyone else you could pick here aside from jt miller JT Miller, easily the Canucks best forward this season. I don't think there were many people who thought that going into the season. This guy, he never averaged more than 18 minutes per game, and that was during his 19-game edition with Tampa Bay. He's played 20 minutes a game this season, 27 goals, 72 points, both easily career highs. The career highs previous to that were 23 goals and 58 points, which he had during the 2017-18 season when he played between both the rangers and the tampa bay lightning jt miller if he gets to finish playing the season he is on pace for 86 points over 82 games an incredible number for a player who i think many expected to be a good top six addition But not to be the first line force that he's been for the Vancouver Canucks. All right, time to throw some shade. I got to go the most disappointing player. And when I look at this, I'm looking at expectations, right? Brandon Sutter, Louis Erickson, I think are a couple guys who no one really had high expectations for coming into the season. But for me, I would say the, the biggest disappointment on the Canucks has probably been Jordy Ben. Jordy Ben was supposed to be a guy who could slot in easily on a third-pairing role and slot up into the top four if needed. Instead, he's barely, barely been able to stay on the third-pairing. He hasn't played for most of 2020. He's Most of it, he's spent in the press box. And I know that we're talking about a guy making $2 million a season, a depth piece, but his lack of success has created some some bad ripple-down effects for the Canucks' defense. The third pairing has been lost all year. Myers, in typical Myers fashion, he's played well with guys like Edler and Tanev. But he's been with Ben or Fandenberg. His numbers of stats have plummeted. The Canucks again have one of the worst defenses in the league. And Jordy Ben again was supposed to help the defense get better. Instead, they're still toiling around the bottom of the NHL. We'll see where Ben fits in if the Canucks do get to play in some playoff hockey this year. He's the kind of guy I think you want in the playoffs. He's got that physical edge. He can chuck the body around. But he hasn't earned much playing time for Vancouver so far this season. All right, I don't got too many bad things to say about the city of Vancouver. Vancouver. But my one trip is that, come on. It's one of the most expensive cities in North America. How are we supposed to live here, man? How are we supposed to do it? You pay a couple thousand dollars a month for a tiny one-bedroom apartment? Shout out to my Vancouver friends, paying two grand a month to live in a box. Shout out to you guys. In terms of nice things to say, I mean, God damn, we got one of the most beautiful cities in the world. So live it up, Vancouver. The sun is shining today. Go get that fresh air, but don't touch anybody. Wash those damn hands. And we'll catch you next time here on The Quickie.